today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. We actually have some Ducks news to talk about and player reactions to the current events of the world. All of this today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going to keep going with this. We still have some news as far as protests go, as far as pretty much what's going on in the world. And by the way, we're still under a pandemic it's been nearly three months since we've last seen hockey in the National Hockey League. But with that, I say welcome to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. And we've got a little bit to talk about today. If you guys missed Monday's show, I recommend to go back and hear Monday's episode. It was a very powerful interview with Nick Hamilton. So I invite all of you, if you have not already... Check out the previous podcast. It's the interview with Nick Hamilton. And you can hear any of the previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And please don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. So we've got a bit of Ducks news to talk about. And this took place earlier in the week. Uh, it's been kind of a weird week, I must say. After Monday's interview, there was a bit more news with the Ducks. There's been a plethora of protests. We've been under curfews. I mean, there was curfews up until yesterday. There could still be one later today. We do not know yet. However, what we do know is the Ducks made a signing over the past few days. Uh, they signed defenseman Cody Curran from the Swedish Hockey League to a two-year contract through the 2021-22 season. So Curran, he's kind of a late bloomer. He's already 30 years old. Uh, he's played the last two years at Rogel BK of the Swedish Hockey League. In 97 games, he's scored 86 points, 24 goals, 62 assists, and a plus 13 rating. Uh, he was the Swedish Hockey League's MVP and Defenseman of the Year after picking up 49 points in 48 games last season with Rogel BK. Uh, he led the Swedish Hockey League in points and assists among defensemen. And he's really been thriving in the SHL, especially over the last two seasons. The last time he played here in the States was back with the Hartford Wolfpack of the AHL back in 2015-2016. He had 29 points in 63 games with Hartford and with the Greenville Swamp Rabbits of the ECHL. So those are a little bit of stats as far as Karan goes. He also played in Norway and Denmark back in 17 and 16 respectively. His SHL days have been met with nothing but just tremendous play He's really learning how to play the game. So much so that it caught the attention of Anaheim general manager Bob Murray. And here's what he had to say about Cody Curran and what he brings to the organization's defense. Uh, here's a quote from Murray. Quote, We felt another one of our issues was that our defense was too young. And with young forwards, it really hurt us. We've kind of shored up our depth on defense. It's going to take a lot of defensemen to get through next year. Karan is a late bloomer. We've known about him for years and his improvement over the last couple of years in the Swedish Hockey League. 
you saw the numbers and awards he won. We're quite excited about that. I expect some really good competition on defense next year. We should be deep enough. I think the schedule is going to be fairly tough next year, end quote. Uh, Bob Murray, of course, mentioning some of the defensive problems as far as the Ducks go. If you saw, it's going to take a lot of defensemen, as he said. Yeah, defense was a problem, so much so that they brought in a plethora of guys. They brought in guys like Brendan Gooley up to the Ducks. They got really young. They lost good Branson, among other players. The Ducks just lost so many games on defense last season, and it it showed with both the Ducks and the Gulls because the Gulls would lose some of their key defensive players up to Anaheim. So how did the interest in Coran develop? Well, here's some more quotes from GM Bob Murray. Quote, Head European scout John Anki Danielson mentioned him last year. He thought he was coming on with Rogel at the end of last year. And he kept saying, Bob, we've got to sign this guy. Bob, we've got to sign this guy. Okay, when I was over there one time, I went and saw him with John Anke. I said, wow, he's a late bloomer who figured it out. I talked to him yesterday morning. He had some issues with a Russian team and a Swedish team with his rights. It took a while to get this done. I give him credit because he bought himself out of a little bit of trouble with the Russian team. He wanted to be here. He's learned how to train. Some of us take longer than others. He's figured it out. He gives us more options on the back end. For a couple years, we haven't been as good as we usually are, but we're going to fix that. End quote. As I really just mentioned, the Ducks had a lot of issues as far as defensive depth goes. And if you look at some of the players that they had to bring up last season, they had to bring up Yanni Hockenpah. They had to bring up, as I mentioned, Gooley. Uh, they still have Josh Manson and Cam Fowler, but they've both kind of been hurt. They had to bring up Jacob Larson. They had to bring in Matt Irwin on a trade. They had to bring in Christian Juice on a trade. And then you have Hampus Lindholm, you have Delzado, you have Good Branson who'd been hurt. A goalie had to come in. So the Ducks were really scrambling around as far as their defensive pairings go. That was probably one of the biggest issues as far as the Ducks went last season. As far as this coming season... I don't know what exactly the plans are for Karen, if they want to have him start off in the AHL, then move up to the NHL, or simply just have him go to the NHL just right away. We don't know if that's going to be the case. Uh, some more quotes from GM Bob Murray about Karen, and here's what else he had to say. Quote, John Ake saw it the best with him playing in the other European leagues. Coming to the SHL and watching him the year before, the step-by-step -step improvement in his game. One game I was at last year, he was dominant. I thought, oh wow, what the hell has he been doing his whole life? It'll be interesting back here. He's a Calgary boy. He won't have a problem with the ice size. It took Yanni Hockenpah a little while to figure out our ice. Cody should not have that problem. I'm enthused about the depth on our defense. It's going to be good competition. The young guys aren't out of it. They're going to have to earn their stripes just like everybody else around here. End quote. That's a great quote. I like that they're going to, I guess, challenge each other for that roster spot. It's not going to come easy. It's simply not going to be given. They're going to have to work for it right out of training camp. And you're going to see a lot of great defensemen that could end up down in San Diego. 
I don't expect Del Zotter to come back, but there's plenty of other great talent. Now that you add Coran to that mix, you still have Gooley. You still have Hockenpah. You still have Juice. There's a ton of talent on defense there. As long as they are healthy, they're a pretty solid defense. I'm not going to say a great defense, but solid. Solid in the fact that they will give you the minutes. They will give you the points if needed. They will be able to do very well shoring up that power play. And especially the penalty kill, where you have guys like Hockenpah being really effective on the penalty kill, not just in Anaheim, but in San Diego. Brendan Gooley, he was excellent on the penalty kill in San Diego. So I can't wait to see how the defense shores up next season. Before we head to the first intermission, I want to tell you about another one of our newest sponsors, and that is rockauto.com. Sometimes it costs a lot of money to maintain your automobile, and rockauto.com is a family business that serves auto part customers online for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers like Chevy, Toyota, Ford, etc. And they've got brake parts, control modules, they've got new carpet even. They've got plenty of stuff for new cars and classic cars. And we're talking really classic, like the classic Chevy Impala. Really nice car, by the way. The rockauto.com catalog is very unique and very easy to navigate. And quickly see what parts are available for your price. Choose the brands and Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why not give auto rockauto.com a try? See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Make sure to check out their amazing selection with reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk some more about the current events in our country. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And we're still going to be talking about Bob Murray's, I don't want to say it's an exit interview, but, you know, it is a discussion where he talked about the draft lottery. He talked about how the Ducks have done business over the past few months. It's kind of interesting. And this is on the Ducks website. So I'm going to go for a couple of these really quickly before moving on. So here's a question asked to Bob Murray right at the get-go. The question was asked, how have you conducted business over the past three months? And he said it's been pretty busy for now. Quote, we've done some things more thoroughly. It's given us time to do things more thoroughly than some things in the past, which has been good. Exit interviews were really good. More in-depth than ever. He goes on. These WebEx Zoom calls are a little different when you meet draft picks. I'm not so sure about that, but we got it done. You get a bunch of calls and you're saying, geez, this, that's a guy I'd like to sit and talk to and see in person. But it is what it is. It's the same for everybody pretty much. And, you know, it's kind of interesting where he he discusses, you know, just how he wants to see everyone in person, how you can't really chart a player's development over 
basically wires or wireless. It's hard to chart how they're progressing on rookie camps or summer camps. And speaking of summer camps, there was another question about that later on where he was asked, what's the status of the annual rookie tournament help in September? And he said, quote, there won't be time for that. It's out. We're learning things every day. We just had a call this morning and there's a little bit of news coming out of junior hockey and when they're going to start. The USHL announced something yesterday or the day before. All of these things affect what you can do by certain dates. If the CHL has started and we're going into training camp, we're not going to bring certain kids out of training camp. And he actually doesn't know what's going on with college hockey. I don't think anyone knows what's going on with college sports right now either. There still could be college football. There could be a second wave. Um, we don't know yet. And that's what's a little bit scary. As it is, with the hockey season potentially ending in October, we don't know when the NHL season could potentially begin. It could be around Christmas time. It could be after Christmas time. Because typically, teams have a break during Christmas anyway. So the league might not want to start that first week of December. They might just want to start after Christmas. And maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to start the NHL season with the Winter Classic on January 1st. That could be a very big deal then. But we don't know what's going to happen with the NHL. We just know that they're still trying to get Phase 2, Phase 3 off the ground. A couple more things from GM Bob Murray, where he was asked what he liked and disliked about the last season. Quote, The record wasn't where I wanted it to be, or where anyone wanted it to be. The question is why. Again, I'm encouraged. There were some stretches of very good hockey played by this group. Definite steps in the right direction of playing faster, quicker, and doing some things the proper way. However, far too inconsistent. We play good games against good teams and show we could play, and then fail to show up. Why? Special teams, a major concern. If you put us in the middle of the pack on special teams, we could be one of the teams playing right now. We're so far down the totem pole, and that's inexcusable. That's on the coaches, players, and everybody. That has to be fixed. Certain things are going to change. I'm going to be pushing very hard. Whew, Bob Murray, a little bit testy there, but he's addressing something that I've been talking about here on this podcast all season long, and I'm glad he addressed it. Special teams was a big concern. They were among the bottom three on special teams all season long. Their power play was beyond abysmal. Their penalty kill was still decent, but below halfway point, below middle of the pack. But the power play, that was a big detriment in the Ducks' success this season. Something that hopefully will not happen next season. And something else he talked about. He talked about the AHL season canceled affecting the organization. And he said, quote, That was a big disappointment for me because I'm a big believer in these guys playing playoff games as a pro. We had that set up fairly well. If everyone would have stayed healthy and we get the guys down who could have gone down at the end of the year, that would have been a really good team. End quote. And I truly believe that. I've said on this podcast that the goals had a very good team when everyone was coming back. The goals had made a bunch of paper transactions where you were going to have Gooley down there. You were going to have Sherwood down there. You were going to have a multitude of talent down in San Diego, and they were already really good at the penalty kill. They were getting stronger as the season went on, if you could believe it. So San Diego would have been a great contender in the playoffs. 
I could see them going in the second, maybe third round in the Western Conference because, let's face it, Iowa was one of the better teams in the Western Conference. Milwaukee was one of the better teams in the Western Conference. If they would have made it to the third round or the Western Conference Finals, they likely would have had to face one of those two juggernauts, and that would have been very tough to overcome for the goals this coming season. One more thing I want to touch on from GM Bob Murray, and this gets right to the point. This He was asked, where is your confidence level regarding your core group of players? Quote, the core players have to elevate their game. They know it. They know it after talking to me. They have to elevate. Take the rebuilding or whatever everybody is calling this. The retooling. It's no excuse. The core guys have to pick up their games. They cannot be so inconsistent. If they show more consistency and more drive all the time, everybody else around them will follow. A lot is on them. They're aware. I'm going to help them. End quote. And I'll just go over this. Uh, he thought Dallas Eakins did a pretty good job. He said, quote, He was very organized and well-prepared. I thought the communication was good early. It got off the track a little bit, as I've said before. He had to get rid of some of the things that came from Edmonton. I think those are gone now. He was very hard on some young people in Edmonton, and it kind of backfired on him. I'm not saying it's all his fault, by the way. He took the foot off the gas a bit with them. He's going to be much more consistent and on point with everybody next year. He had to get a few things out of the way, and he did. End quote. Look, the Ducks played decent hockey most of the time. There were moments where they actually looked like a good NHL team playing against certain opponents. But there has to be that consistency, and that will come with growth. I know a lot of the players were young, and that youth movement, that does happen. Inconsistencies will happen. Not playing 200 feet every minute, that'll happen. Not playing 60 minutes, that'll happen. And it's especially evident on those power play and penalty kills. The youth really shows on those moments. We're going to talk about some local stuff after the second intermission. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our greatest sponsor, Built Bar. Yeah, we're talking about Built Bar, folks. I just ordered some more Built Bar from them. They are delicious. They have fantastic customer service. And most of all, they, they are very healthy for you. They taste just like a candy bar. With only 110 calories, 4, yeah, 4 grams of sugar, and 15 grams of protein. These are very healthy for you. They are made in peanut-free and tree-nut-free factories. And most of those protein bars that do not have nuts in them are only 110 calories. Once again, only have 4 grams of sugar, and they are filled with delicious protein. And you have great flavors like vanilla, double chocolate mousse, one of my favorite ones. The orange cream is delicious. I like the raspberry cream as well. And if you get one of the sample 18-count boxes, you could try other flavors like blueberry lemon. So if you want to pick up some Built Bars of your own, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T. BAR.com and use promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. And coming up after the second intermission, we're going to talk a little bit more about what players have to say about the ongoing unrest. Stay locked in.
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by rockauto.com. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to finish off today's show with a couple of odds and ends. First, we're going to go back and talk about the civil unrest going on, not only in Southern California, but New York City, Atlanta, you name it. And this is all stemming from the murder of George Floyd, who was murdered by at least one Minneapolis police officer. And the latest news from that is that the first officer, he has now been charged with second degree murder. And the other three officers are also faced, they also are facing arrests and will have the trial at some point. So yeah, it is now upgraded to second degree murder. Um, we're going to go over a couple of quotes, a couple of players from the Ducks organization actually had quite a bit to say. Um, let's look at what Rico said. Yeah, Rico, uh, Adam Henrique, he put out a quote on his social media yesterday. He starts off by saying, the world needs to change. We all must be a part of it. And here's his official quote. And I'm going to read the whole thing as is. Quote, I didn't grow up facing racism. I've never had to face or endure the pain that the black community is facing now and has faced for hundreds of years. I certainly see that I have to take steps to learn and educate myself to help end this and make a difference. However big or small that may be, I have to join in and do my part in ending racism. There is absolutely zero room for it in our world. Seeing George Floyd's murder was extremely disturbing. I understand that he is not alone. It needs to stop. We as human beings have to be better towards one another. No matter our skin color, beliefs, culture, who we are, or what we do, we have to learn to show love, respect, and compassion. We must come together as one, support each other, and become a better human race. Use your voice, show love, and treat one another the way you would want to be treated. Let's work towards a better future where racism is truly a thing of the past. End quote. Great quote by Rico. Good job on that. He's absolutely on the money with this. Let's make racism a thing of the past. And good for him that he wants to educate himself further. I highly recommend that everyone do the same. Because as I've said on last Friday's show, the more we educate ourselves about everything that's gone on in the past, the better off we may be. I referenced the 92 riots. You know, we're repeating history. If we don't learn about the history... We're doomed to repeat it. Another player in the Ducks organization had some very, very powerful words. And this was from his Instagram account. And this is current San Diego goal. And he's in the Ducks organization. Luke Gazdick. Luke Gazdick had some very, very harsh words. And I'll read some of this. It's a very long one. And I will retweet this after the show. But here's what he had to say. Quote, I recently read in an Instagram story that described white straight men as having, quote, the most white privilege in society. And the story ended with the challenge, white straight men, where are you? Your silence is noted. He says, well, here I am. I think the silence is noted part is the phrase that resonated the most. There are so many people like me who have so far stayed silent. However, Anybody who knows me knows this does not even remotely reflect on how I think and feel about the situation. It is a loss of words. 
It is really having no idea what to say or how to fully communicate the emotions you are experiencing because everything you have seen and heard over the last week is incomprehensible. Uh, there's a lot more on this quote, and I'll just read the last paragraph. Uh, it's a pretty long one, but I'll read the last paragraph that Luke Gazdick also said. Quote, we need to change. We need change. I personally stayed silent because I didn't know how to help. I took time to read, learn, educate myself, sign petitions, donate to organizations that strive for change. But most of all, especially as a white straight man north of the U.S. border, act. If you hear somebody, a friend, a co-worker, make a racist comment or act ignorantly, call them out. If you hear a family member say something insensitive, call them out. If you think or say something inappropriate, call yourself out. All those friends posting racial garbage on social media, I vow to either block if I think they are beyond redemption or simply call out and engage if I think I can make a difference. It's been time for a change for a long while now, but in the present more than ever, it is time to do my part and for all of us to do our part. We may not get another chance. This is the time. This is our time. Enough is enough. End quote. Those are strong words. I'm very glad that he has something to say about this. And once again, that was from Luke Gazdick from the San Diego Gulls. So that's what he has to say about it. Very powerful quote. Great quote there. You know, he's signing petitions. He's donating. He's doing everything he can. And he's even telling people, if you think something inappropriate, check yourself. Check yourself to think, is it appropriate? Is it inappropriate? If you have the ability to call yourself out, then maybe that does show growth. And I think we could all show some growth in this troubling time. Let's take this advantage and learn from this. That's what I get out of this. And speaking of donating to organizations, be sure to tune in to tomorrow's Locked on Anaheim Ducks podcast because returning tomorrow... We're coming back with it. Hockey Jeopardy is back and we'll be donating to a very worthy cause and hopefully we'll get several of you to match those donations as well. So once again, be sure to listen to tomorrow's podcast that's going to be on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. And before I let you all go, I want to give a quick shout out. Um, People have asked how they can contribute or what they can do. And one of those suggestions was to look for some black-owned businesses locally or a little bit further and help them out. Well, folks in Anaheim, Placentia, I hear you. I know you guys in Placentia are listening, so I hear you. There's a fantastic, fantastic Creole restaurant right here in Orange County. It's in La Palma. It's right off the 91 and Valley View. And I happened to check that place out uh, first day it opened. It's been open since Tuesday when they're Wednesday. And they are open for dine-in, but only 25% capacity. And once I found out that they were a locally black-owned business, I like Creole food. It's delicious. It is really good. So I got to give a special shout-out to California, uh, the Graham's Kitchen. It is called Graham's Kitchen La Palma. And once again, it's on Valley View right off the 91 freeway just north of it it is delicious they have some great great food they got grits they got shrimp uh, the shrimp mac and cheese highly recommend 
I mean, one of my favorite things I had there, which I recommend to everybody, the jambalaya or the jambalaya fries. They got some really, really good stuff there. So if you want to support a black-owned business and do your part to help out, they're a very good business. I know the people that work there, they were extremely grateful. In fact, they were so grateful that they put something out on their Instagram. Uh, They were just completely overwhelmed with the response that they got. They weren't prepared for it. So here's what Graham's Kitchen La Palma had to say, and this is off their Instagram. So they say, we'd like to take take this moment to genuinely thank all our customers for supporting us. We'd also like to apologize to the customers we weren't able to serve today due to us selling out all the prepped food for the day. We look forward to better serving our customers. You are the reason for our success. Thank you. And that's from Graham's Kitchen Family. So they're great people, super nice. Um, I can say from firsthand experience, right when I got there, the phone started ringing and then the phone just seemingly did not stop ringing. They were getting all kinds of orders. And the only other person that was at the restaurant, he said, yeah, I heard it, uh, that it was black owned and it was starting to go, starting to make the rounds, going semi-viral as this was a place that was black owned. So again, that's a place I recommend. Do check them out and support, not only support the black businesses, but support your local businesses too, because they will always need our help. Don't forget, we are still under a pandemic. These small businesses had been impacted. They could use our help. So definitely check them out. And with that, I think it's a great place to wrap up today's show. As always, you can hear this or any of the previous episodes via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Oh, yeah, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. And if you want to talk hockey or talk about anything, really, as stuff is falling right next to me, the dog is right here, uh, you can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, tomorrow, Hockey Jeopardy is going to be coming back. We're going to be raising money for a great cause. So do check that out for tomorrow's show. Once again, thank you all for listening. Uh, You know, be kind to one another. I cannot stress that enough. Just be kind to one another. If you're going to protest, protest peacefully. With that said, for Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Stay safe out there and have a good one, Anaheim. Ducks fly together.